Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. The FT. Hello. I'm Tom Burgess, and I'm an investigations correspondent of the FT. I used to cover West Africa, and that's where I originally came across the murky tale I'm telling in these podcasts. Some of the biggest companies in the mining industry are fighting it out for control of a mountain groaning with iron ore in West Africa. It's a story of dictators, tycoons, deals worth billions, a corruption investigation that spans three continents, and the inner workings of global commerce. At the heart of this story is a company called BSG Resources, or BSGR. I'm going to tell this story through some of the evidence that's come to light and through the words of some of the central figures. Episode 3, The Inquiry. In the previous episode... We heard some disputed evidence from the wife of Guinea's former dictator about how BSGR came to secure coveted mining licences. That evidence, including contracts and wiretap transcripts, was published by a Guinean government inquiry into past mining deals launched by President Alpha Conde. By April 2014, that inquiry had spent two years gathering evidence on how BSGR won its rights. BSGR had long maintained that the whole inquiry was a sham, a ruse to seize its rights and sell them on to another company. All the same, when the inquiry's report came out, it was explosive. It cited the Florida wiretaps we heard in the last episode, when the FBI listened in to a former BSGR intermediary called Frederick Sillins, trying to persuade the widow of the Ghanaian dictator who'd granted BSGR its rights to destroy evidence. And it cited the documents that Sillins wanted destroyed. Contracts purporting to lay out a bribery scheme. Here's one crucial paragraph from the inquiry's report. We've translated it from French. It mentions a company called VBG. That's the joint venture between BSGR and Vale, the Brazilian mining house, which had agreed to buy a stake in BSGR's Guinean assets for $2.5 billion. Those assets included the vast Simandu iron ore deposit and a smaller one nearby called Zogata based, notably, on items obtained in connection with legal proceedings being conducted by the American authorities, and of which the authenticity does not appear questionable, and has also not been challenged by the minority shareholder of VBG. That means BSGR. And, moreover, in the absence of support for its position, the Technical Committee believes that the titles and the convention today held by VBG were obtained for the deposits of Simandu and likewise Zogata as a result of corrupt practices. In short, the inquiry concluded that BSGR's rights had been won through bribery. BSGR had made public statements attacking the committee and the evidence it cited, 
but it didn't attend a hearing in Conakry, Guinea's capital, or submit anything to the committee's satisfaction to demonstrate its claim that the contracts purporting to detail the bribery scheme were fakes. The inquiry cleared Valet of corruption, but the company also lost its share of the rights. The Ghanaians, for their part, stood by their inquiry. No sooner had Guinea published its report than BSGR hit back. Through Powers Court, its London PR firm, the company said, BSGR will prove these allegations are false. The Guinean government is relying on fabricated claims, compromised witnesses and illegitimate processes. BSGR demands the opportunity to defend itself in a forum that plays by the rules and follows internationally recognised conventions. It went on to claim there was overwhelming evidence of government corruption, embezzlement and harassment. By the Condé government, BSGR's statement concluded... BSGR has sought to cooperate fully with the committee despite the fundamental unfairness, procedural irregularities and false claims inherent in its review process. The next step is international arbitration where the evidence can be aired in a proper forum and BSGR can establish the truth. And that's exactly what BSGR did. After the Guinean government formally cancelled the company's rights in April 2014... BSGR launched an international arbitration claim in a Paris tribunal against Guinea, seeking to challenge the legal basis for Guinea's decision to cancel its rights. But it also found itself the subject of an international arbitration claim by Vale, the Brazilian mining house which had paid $500 million up front for its share of BSGR's Guinean assets. Vale had declined to pay the remaining $2 billion after the Guinean government ordered work to halt, but it was still facing losses of more than a billion dollars. The lawsuits multiplied. Rio Tinto accused Vale and BSGR of conspiring to steal the rights to the northern half of Simandu, which had been stripped from Rio before they were handed to BSGR. The early legal manoeuvres inched along. BSGR and Vale lost a motion to shift the case from New York to London. As of early 2015, the parties were in discovery, negotiating what internal documents they had to disclose to one another. But perhaps the most combustible element of all this legal wrangling is the international criminal investigations. Prosecutors in Switzerland and in the US have been building their cases for two years. No one's been charged in relation to the allegations of money laundering and corruption, although Frederick Sillins has served a two-year sentence for obstruction of justice. And Mamadi Touré, who's cooperating with the US investigation, has had her property confiscated. BSGR maintains what it's maintained throughout, that no one at the company has done anything wrong. One of the biggest questions, both for investigators on the Guinea case and for anyone who wants to fathom how BSGR works, is about the role of the company's main financial beneficiary, Benny Steinmetz himself. And that's what we'll look at in the next episode. Thanks for listening. The music was by Guinean master drummer Mamadi Keita Jebofola. The producer was Fiona Simon. To read more FT investigations, go to ft.com forward slash investigations. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts.